This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is out this week. Break out the ladders. We're going all the way up on today's show to talk about your roof and your gutters. Besides having a leak, how do you know if you have a roof if you have roof damage? How much should a new roof cost? And how often should you clean out your gutters? What's the correct way to clean them out? And do you have the right gutters? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Simmons from Houseworks is out this week. Break out the ladders. We're going all the way up on today's show to talk about your roof and your gutters. Besides having a leak, how do you know if you have roof damage? How much should a new roof cost and how often should you clean out your gutters? What's the correct way to clean them? Is there an easier way? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you this morning, Dell? Oh, great, man. So you're, you've got a big project you're working on right now with a roof. Yes, I am. Um, actually, um, the church called in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. And... Um, they convinced me to come out the next day. I was about to say, that's a call you got to take. Yeah. Church calls you in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. One of the deacons was like, um, brother, brother, we just need you to come out and uh, look at this. And then all of a sudden, we was into it. Right. Right. <laughs> so you are, you're you you're basically doing a new roof? Yeah, a build-up roof. Um, they had a tin roof that failed them. Um, mm-hmm. It was improperly uh, installed and didn't have the adequate hangover and rotted out the siding and some of the back wall and they just everyone voted that uh they should just get a new roof so that that that's something that uh i I know that you said something there real quick that i don't know if people caught but this roof didn't have a lot of hangover which is you know it's it literally is the portion of the roof that hangs over the wooden structure and if it doesn't hang over far enough you get rotten wood I believe they added uh, the siding at a later time. Oh, and um, still though, the, the the building was designed with no hangover. Right. So um, it's it's got to be certain measures taken if you don't have the hangover because all your water is going to run down straight on your foundation. Right. Okay. And, the and walls, they didn't have gutters. No gutters. Okay. Uh, that's good. That's well, and that's what we're talking about today. When well, I was gonna, I'm gonna get to a question for you here, Dell, in just a second about a tree in my front yard hanging over my roof. So, uh, I will say this week I was finally able to fix uh, my dishwasher, which I've done before. However, this time I had to actually order a part, and it was the, it was basically the control board part. Wow. Um, it was unfortunate because the it was about a hundred and twenty five dollars. For the part. That's serious. Uh, yeah. Um, but it was still cheaper than buying a new dishwasher. Yes. So so I ordered the part. It it took me about 10 minutes to put the whole thing in because it's all inclusive. You just plug it in and, and screw it on and it's ready to roll. It's not like diffusing a bomb? No. No. This one was not. No red like, and blue no, and no, green? No. It's just yellow. there was this one square little uh, power hookup thing. You plugged it in and oh, you screwed wow. it in there and, and it was ready to go. But what I did was I went on uh, Google and found that many of the same manufactured uh, dishwashers have the same problem. Oh, no. And and what happens is the buttons on front stop working. 
and basically the the contacts are being corroded away behind it by water well yes. it's a dishwasher it's gonna see water that's you know that's part of it so but anyway got it fixed so that should last another you know couple years or whatever and we'll see next time around my wife promises next time around we're getting a new dishwasher i was able to avoid that this time by, by just getting the day again. control board and uh and getting that fixed up so, so you didn't try to um put the dry rice behind it or the dry rice no no not <laughs> no. the dishwasher because i've learned rice in the dishwasher clogs up the dishwasher okay it's that's a, a hard lesson to learn the first time Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Of course, you can email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Talking about roofs and gutters today, the question I was going to start with is that I've got a tree out front of my house. And, um, you know, of course, when it was planted, there, you know, it's a little bitty tree. Yes. And it's it's I think it's fairly sufficiently far away enough from the foundation. However, it's grown to be a very large tree. And now there are limbs that hang over the roof. Oh, wow. Dangerous. OK, so tell us about that. Why is that not a good thing? Well, for one thing, those limbs could cause uh, damage to your house if they're rubbing up against the house. You mm-hmm. know, uh, some people make the mistake of not cutting them in time. When uh, you should do um, your maintenance on the trees and cut them back, mm-hmm. they um, scratches uh, the siding, they damage the shingles. And if those tree limbs or anything is dead or falling, like some trees just shed. Right. And um, it's always going to cause um, roof damage. So is that is that that uh, kind of sometimes you'll see a house that is that has a lot of uh, a lot of trees around it and you'll see discoloration on the roof oh, kind yes. of like real dark it'll stain your roof is that um, is that the tree that's doing that absolutely um allergy and things like that um the acid in the leaves will definitely rot out the shingles really um sometimes people neglect um having the roof cleaned off and mm-hmm. uh, set in that valley or just stain the roof real bad uh-huh. and uh it'll eat your eat your roof up Really? I did notice that uh, one of the things that I had to watch for last year when I had that overhang before I cut it mm-hmm. was my gutter was completely filled up with stuff from the tree falling, the leaves and the, yeah, and you the, can, you know, the seeds actually, and all that other stuff. You can actually have um, trees growing in your gutter if you don't clean them. <laughs> I've seen that before. <laughs> um Nothing looks like neglect, like a tree growing in your gutter. A couple. So, right, a couple, <laughs> Yeah. All right, so let's go to the phone real quick. Anne is on the line, and Clinton, a uh, a follow up from last week. What what did we get wrong or right, Anne? You got it right. You mentioned spar varnish. Oh yes, and yes. I haven't used it in a good while, uh, and of course it's for boats. I understand. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is it okay to use it, say inside on your millwork? Hmm, that's a really good question because, like you said, it was made for boats. It's made to keep. Water absolutely out and away from, which is great, but you know, I mean, yeah. varnish definitely has a smell, yeah. um, and it will permeate. Yeah, it's going to take a while to uh, die down. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I don't know how ventilated the area is that you want to do this. Uh-huh. Well, uh, what I wanted to do is, is the west. Uh, we talked about my windows last week. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff that was on it, I accidentally spilt a little. Um, paint thinner on it. Uh-huh. I mean, when I wiped it, it just wiped everything off. Right. Every almost down to the wood looks almost looks like it has never even been painted. Wow. I thought maybe just on the stools or something, I could put the fire varnish to not have it happen again or something. Well, that's that's possible, but that paint thinner is going to eat up just about any. That, that's why it exists. It'll eat just about anything. Okay. okay. Um, however, if you want to do that, I would suggest. Or if you're going to do it, do it and then take a week's vacation somewhere else. Okay. Thank you. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. It's always good to do that when you're going out of town. Right, yeah, because that's going to leave a really strong smell in your house. Um, As a matter of fact, this morning, Dell came in uh, this morning, and and I had had ants in my office. And one of my friends here at the station gave me a can of Bingle, which is the the hard stuff. That's like the... Yeah, that's like the uh uh what is it the, the clear uh the clear alcohol, you know? Um 
That's that's the good stuff. So anyway, it killed everything, but you couldn't go in the room at all. So Dell and I had to sit in a different office this morning because it was pretty much dangerous just to be in the room. So yes. that'd be the same way with spars inside the house. All right, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Couple of questions uh, this morning, Dell. Can you go too big on gutters? Now we've talked about gutters before here a couple of times, but can you go too big? You've mentioned bigger is better when it comes to gutters. Why is that? Well, I would say um, the gutters, you know, you, you can get a better flow if you got an um, open gutter system. You know, the, to me, I've seen the plastic gutters just do not work. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, they try to save and say, well, it'll be it'll be okay, but they always regret it. I haven't had a customer yet that say they really um, liked a little bitty three-inch um, the ones that roll up when they get hot and they get cold and crack and break, uh-huh. you know, it's just too cheap. Right. And I'm not going to say where they sell them at, but um, if pretty you much get, everywhere, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can get them anywhere. But um, it, I would say get a, a professional to install a seamless gutter and, and typically a six inch a, a cover that flow. Now, if you have to go to a, a bigger size, like an eight inch, because, you know, for different uh, water size or Debris flow and things. If you got a commercial built styled house, you know right. some people have that, and um, you know it just depends on your house and how it's built. But you do um, want to get the most for your buck, so I would skip the five and go straight to the six as a standard. Really, you know, okay. that's typically me. So six should be the standard. And what he's talking about is basically the the opening of the mm-hmm. gutter, the 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 size of the opening that the water runs into would be, uh, if you measured it, six inches. And if you have uh, those trees that um, uh, shed hair and um, skin <laughs> and things like that, leaves <laughs> and bark, right. um, limbs, whatever, just try to um, see if they would install the screens or um, a phone protector or so just see there, what uh, is, they As someone available. who has installed gutters, mm-hmm. is there, what, what do you say would be the correct product a good product for 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 keeping it so that you don't have to clean the gutter so often. The streams work good. Uh-huh. Um, just don't go cheap. You know the um, the single streams. They have them that come in a row. Uh-huh. They have the kind that lock under the uh, shingles. They have right. the ones that lock in the gutters. It's uh, so many varieties. I try not to confuse the people, so I just assess the situation and see what's best for them. Give them a good, better, best. So come on, uh, so tell the folks what if you were putting gutters in your house, what would you put in? As far mm. as as far as like a screen or something. The screen with the double and the uh edge lock grab grab that uh grabs the front of the gutter, snaps in place, uh-huh, and uh goes under the shingle or the oh, storm okay. guard or something like that. And just keep those um blowed off periodically. You know, it might right. Still could trap up because you got a screen, you got a net, right. you got those little um, straws and things like that. They are unforgiving. That straw will find a way to get up in there. Right. So you do have to uh, sometime have the roofer or someone to come out and take them off and clean them. But usually just a fresh wrenching off would do it. That's a that's a really good point that 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 you just mentioned. We we like to think of leaves falling, mm-hmm. but this is Mississippi. And it may be no. pine needles. Oh, and they're that's, unforgiving. That's something we need to talk about here. We're going to take a quick break. We're talking about roofs and gutters today. Uh, we'll dis- we'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, do you think you might have roof damage? And how can you tell, as like a layperson, how do you tell if you have roof damage? When is the last time you cleaned out those gutters? You can call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
Support for MPB comes from the University of Mississippi School of Education, offering hybrid doctorates, K-12 leadership, higher education, and math education. Combine online and face-to-face courses to graduate in three years. More information at education.olemiss.edu. Boxer Claressa Shields was 17 when she won gold at the London Olympics. Then she came home. I, I was literally going to sleep, and I would see all black. Like, I wasn't able to dream because my dream had been accomplished. Now I'm like, what do I do now? The answer? Work toward a second gold medal in Rio. We catch up with her and hear the latest from the Democratic National Convention, too, later on All Things Considered from NPR News. Today at 4 on NPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein, who are licensed contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Well, we were talking about, like, during the break... Dell, you mentioned what you think might be the best gutter guard out yeah. there, and you you were saying maybe the foam. Yeah, kind of um, the plastic. Um, it's almost a duplicate of the um, the gutter itself. It's a mold of it. It goes right inside, and nothing can literally get in, but the uh, water can still channel through. Because it's like a sponge. Yes. Right? Okay, so what is... I don't know what that material really is. Is it plastic or some like a... Uh, scrub pad, um, right. rat, scrub rat, pad. you know, it looks like a uh, rat cheese or something, but right. it allows the water to it, come through and no debris. So is it expensive? Kind of, you know, I guess um, one time cost, but we would have to check that according to square footage because it comes in sections. Right. Okay. So, but it is, it is a, a good product as far as that goes. I mean, okay. as far as keeping the gutters. If you have the three, um, the straws, the acorns, and the leaves, you want something to keep it all out. Right. And we were talking about that before the break, the pine straw. You know, this is Mississippi. And, yes, of course, we have leaves on the roof, but, boy, we got we have plenty of pine straw. Uh, and you'll see a patch every once in a while, drive by a house and see a patch of pine straw on someone's roof. And right below that, you'll see where the roof is darkened. It's, it's almost stained it. What is that about? The um, acid in the pine straw is eating away at the roof. Wow. It, you know, how you squeeze the pine straw and you get that. Um, like that, that waxy look, stuff. Yes. Yeah. You know, when your kids chewing on it and, um, it's you know just it'll it'll eat your um well I guess roof well you know we use we use that stuff to clean our floors I guess there's a reason why it works so you okay. never chewed the pine straw uh <laughs> I tried not to okay number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring Lisa's on the line in Mississippi what's going on this morning Lisa yeah I, I live in a mobile and I was wondering how damaging is it because right now it doesn't have gutters on it. And uh, how much damage can be done without having gutters on, and how expensive is it to have them put on? Uh, well, I'm going to say, let's see. Now, this is a, you said it's a mobile? Um, a mo- can you turn your radio down there, Lisa? I think you're hearing yourself. No, I don't hear myself. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so I wanted to see, is is it a tin roof, Lisa? Yes. Okay, it's a tin roof, and so it doesn't have gutters. Have you noticed any damage happening with the home on the outside? Not on the outside, no. Oh, but possibly on the inside? Uh, I noticed uh, a slight leak in uh, one area. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I know that when it rains really, really hard, uh-huh. um, water does come through the windows. Oh, water comes through the windows. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Dell, thoughts? Well, um, I've seen this many times in uh, the mobile homes. I don't know what model she has, but usually they have a hidden gutter system already uh, along the roof. Really? Kind of like a little trough. 
that, uh, but once, uh, you know, you have a metal home and once you have a, um, a spot with entry, like um, a rust spot or mm-hmm. a puncture or anywhere that the water can get in, the the water will come in the house and start to travel and you have a traveling leak. Uh, oh. Usually uh, the the mobile homes, you have to cover them with um, like a shellac um a metallic system. Mm-hmm. Um, some people use a aluminum coat, but what that is, it's just uh, something to reflect the heat back. It's not really right. a waterproofer. It will stop a leak temporarily, but you mm-hmm. have to use a little something. Um, are you are you amongst a lot of trees, Lisa? Where you are? N- uh, n- well, no, they're not. They're not over the house. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, there are trees around me, but not over the house. Right. Okay. Okay. It sounds like she needs a um, a professional roofer to take a look mm-hmm. at that um, roof mm-hmm. and assess the situation to see um, what is causing that uh, damage on the inside, that water damage. And and if it's coming through the windows, uh, mm-hmm. meaning, are you talking about like uh, around the windows where the window sets into the wall? Yeah. From okay. the top down. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside, someone really needs to get after the outside of those windows first. Mm-hmm. Outside of the windows, where the window attaches to the side of the home. Mm-hmm. And at least on the short term, it needs to really get in there with some silicone and uh, and fill that thing up so that, that it is repelling water. Yes, a high grade of silicone. Right. 100%. So okay. so if you've got somebody, a handyman, something like that, that can put some silicone around your windows, it needs to be good and thick. Okay. From the top and down the sides. Right. Thank you. And All right. That, like I say, I've seen where um, a little bullet hole could cause a major leak in a trailer. A bullet hole? Yeah. People are shooting over the holidays. And oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Lisa. appreciate it. Have a good day. Uh, we are talking about roofs and gutters. If you want to give us a call at 877-MPB-RING, that's 877-672-7464. Uh, how often should you check your roof for damage, Dell? I would say um, seasonal. You know, don't wait too long. Don't wait years on years. I would say every season, at least um, put the ladder up. And um, and unless you have one of those mountain roofs, you know, the steep roof, and then right. you can just look at that from the ground. But if you have a roof that's, um, you know, um, like a tree house, I would just um, put the ladder up um, every season, you mm-hmm. know, as as the uh, season change and check things out. Look so what my, am I what am I looking for? Um, cracks and abrasions, um, shingles blown out, or um, pipes that um, look like the squirrels were eating on them, or um, like I was saying earlier, it, typically. Um, Bullet holes, um, a tree limb sticking out of the roof that fell that you didn't know about. Right. Just a little bitty um, finger-sized tree limb causing a major damage. Really? Because it can penetrate the decking as well as the shingle. And um, be hidden in that attic could be dripping and you don't know about it right then. So it could be leaking Uh, and you don't even uh, discover it. Interesting. Could be in a dead space in the house before even um, discovered. Right. So it's always good to look up there. Um, if you're cutting the yard, still look up. You know, just check it out. Now, uh, we found, my wife and I recently found an issue in our downstairs bathroom where we thought we had a leak above. We thought we had a leak above this bathroom. Come to uh, find out what we actually have is a teenager. <laughs> and what's happened is that the showers have gotten longer. And the the whole joint steams up really big time, and oh, yeah. and and if you don't have the little fan on, it, oh, yeah. it will literally it, it just like soaks the ceiling and up start, top, start dripping. Right, yeah, and it starts dripping. Right, and as a matter of fact, you can see in the ceiling uh, the the parts that have been uh, uh, nailed and patched, you know, screwed and patched mm-hmm. with the with the uh, sheetrock mud. Oh, yes. and so it's it the water is even penetrating that, so it's. It's uh, we've learned we've got to turn the uh, bathroom fan on because there's obviously not enough ventilation to keep all that uh, hot water steam down. I see another project on your checklist. I know. I uh, know. It's starting. Commercial um, shower. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to go to uh, Miska in Memphis. So what's going on, Miska? Uh, are you with us? I'm here. OK. So what's going on? You got a roof issue? 
Well, I, okay, so I'm thinking about getting solar panels on yes. the front part of my house. Uh-huh. And the roof, there's nothing, you know, I don't have a leak, I don't have a problem, but I know that it's an old roof. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's at least 15 years old, and basically, it, I just need to go ahead and get it replaced before I get these panels. But my question is, is there a certain type of, um, I don't know, material that I should think about? Like, it, it just has asphalt shingles now, but I've seen, you know, commercials about metal roofing, the big pieces, and then metal shingles, and, you know, energy-efficient things, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if that would be a waste if I'm just going to basically put solar panel right on top of it anyway. That's a really good question, and and, and the beginning of one that I was going to ask Dell as we went on with this hour. Uh, first, let me let me tackle this, and then we're, we'll come to you. Dell, do you recommend a shingled roof or a metal roof? Excuse me. I'm going to turn the screws to you this morning. <laughs> well, um, I um, install both, but uh, it really depends on the customer needs. Now, um, here in the south, um, the good old asphalt uh, roof is good, but you have customers that say they uh, prefer the metal roof. You know, mm-hmm. I come, I grew up on the farm. We had a tin roof, so, you know, I like the sound of that. Right. And um, it's got some star ratings. They've even made it sound like it reflects heat, but... Um, to me, it just seemed like it would add heat, but um, there are some nice new changes, so it really depends. Um, what are your tastes? Do you want the ribbits or the look you're trying to um, achieve? Do you want the commercial look? Right. Sometimes, if the metal doesn't match up just right, it just overpowers the house. Um, I've just seen this recently. A house that has a metal roof and and all the bricks painted and everything, now the house looks like a commercial office building. Instead uh, yeah. of a home. That's a good point. Oh. You know. So That's a really good point, Dell. Look at your taste and your values and, and kind of your character. I'm um kinda of old fashioned and traditional, so I like the um the shingle roof and the shutters on the house and um the different contrasts between now let's the say side if and we go things. real expensive or is this break I don't know. What about a clay roof? Yeah, and you can get the teak or the uh recycled rubber. There's so many different options now. Mm-hmm. But you can still get that same look. But you you prefer the shingled roof over the metal roof? You personally? Oh, yes. Me, me myself. But um, it just depends on her home. If it looks better with a metal roof. But I'm just saying about that commercial look. Right. You know, I like a home to look like a home. You know, a house. Right. You know, we add on to it. Okay. But, well, well, Guy, uh, I think you had the right idea that you, you definitely have to replace that roof. Definitely do that before you install those... Um, now, solar it, panels and, you know, have that to come back to bite you. Does one of those roofs work better with having uh, things mounted to it, such as tin or asphalt? As long as it's um, installed correctly, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But if it's not installed correctly, um, hey. it also won't matter. It'll, yes, it'll yes. leak either way. So <laughs> you want to um, install it into the um, the rafters and, and joists. Make sure you have, um, have it anchored in good. So um, definitely... Um, let them look in that attic and make sure, you know, you have a good layout on that. But it, it's it's your choice. How do you view your home first, the metal versus the asphalt? They both have good ratings. Okay. And what I was leaning towards is actually these, they look like shingles, but they're just not made out of asphalt. They're made out of, mm-hmm. uh, like you were saying, metal or maybe some, or some kind of, yeah, some kind of sun-reflective material. But I agree with you on the look. Yes, very um, good, good product of good, good choice. Um, they even have a plastic um, product out now. So really, yeah, wow, so many synthetics. Right, I would think it sounds to me like the the rubber may uh, the way to go. work well. However, uh, I know that whenever you have rubber around water and sun for a long time, it, it, it tends it doesn't react well. This is a good product. I've seen oh, okay. it um, in action. It mm-hmm. works good. Um, they use recycled materials, and the key to the roof, um, it's kind of like a slate roof, is mm-hmm. the underlayer that you put under there. Don't go um, cheap on that, so definitely use a good um, underlayer, a rhino, or something dual-ass, or, you know, right. a good underlayer, because water's going to get under your shingles, but you don't want it to get through to your decking. Okay. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Right. Have a good day, and, and Memphis. 
All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a, a, a quick break. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, do you think you might have roof damage? When is the last time you cleaned out those gutters? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at eight seven seven MPB Ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or send an email to fixit one oh one at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Radio Reading Service is here for you. Our dedicated team of volunteers bring the world of news and entertainment to you. For information and to see if you qualify, call us at 601-432-6301. Your favorite MPB Think Radio shows are now available on your favorite podcast app. So open that app and subscribe to any local program you love, like Everyday Tech. Android does have the most delicious operating system, I find. Jelly, is it jelly bean? The Gestalt Gardener. What's up? What you got going on? And of course, MPB's season pass with myself, Sam Wells, and Jay White. That's my guys, man. So what are you waiting for? Go search and subscribe today. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out this week. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Well, while we were break, we got an email, Dell, and this is very interesting uh, pertaining to some stuff that we were talking about earlier. We installed the black porous sponge-type gutter guards in our gutters, but I've noticed that on heavy rain days, the gutters overflow since that foam takes up so much space in the gutter. We replaced an area with the screen-type guards. We have had better water flow from the screen mesh-type guards that go under the roof tile edge and clip to the gutter. We'll be replacing all of the sponge type now with the screen type of gutter guards. Interesting. Uh, I didn't, I didn't seen, think I've about seen that. cases of that. Um, heavy downpours, mm-hmm. they're not going to uh, allow the flow. Right. As much. Yes. So, it, so it keeps the junk out, but it, it doesn't quite move the water. Now, like with want. the screens, there are so many different screens. You can just get the ones with the grids. And study the, um, you know, the net screens. They got the diamond screens, the horizontals, uh-huh. the little air pocket needle pins. Oh. So, but still, if you have heavy rains, you know, you look for flash flooding. And um, you can use those, you know, periodically or right. it's different adjustments. You just have to um, work with it until you get what's uh, best for your house and your ch- your trees and gutters. Okay. All right. Number to call is yeah. 877 877- MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Wow, Memphis! Yeah, it, it happens. Memphis, lighten it up this morning. Okay, uh, let's go to Tom in Memphis. Has got a question about a damaged skylight. Uh, we've talked about these a couple times, Tom. What's going on with yours? Well, um, our skylight. I don't. I just now turned on the show, so I don't know what what other people's problems are. We've had we had a skylight that got some hail damage about five years ago, um, and it had it basically tore up the, the the smoked outer shell, I guess, but the the otherwise the skylight seems to work fine. We haven't had any leaks or anything, hmm. but um, 
there has been a little bit of debris that's collected around there, and we've had uh, roofers come out and give us estimates and window people come out and give us estimates. But basically it's like, you know, put in a new skylight seems mm-hmm. to be their solution, and I'm not sure that we need to do that, and I just wanted to get your all's thoughts on it. I'll leave this to the pro. In many cases like yours, uh, we can change the lens instead of just the whole skylight. You can order that um, the, the replacement lens. Uh-huh. You know, like you say, it's not leaking. It's no need to uh, break that flashing seal and um, everything that's put there all together the roof. So um, you should ask your uh, contractor could he order you a replacement lens, and that okay. would. Um, that's a that's a good point, Dale, because something you just mentioned there was the 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 flashing around it. If you don't have a leak on your yeah. skylight, you're, you're doing good. And and that that you know, uh, Dell's right. That, Over the years, you got roofing, all those different materials. You got an inside that's finished, right? You know, if it's sheetrock or however it's finished, it's finished on both sides, out and in. What they're doing is trying to sell you a product you don't need. And I can understand yeah. the, the upsell now. If it's an old old skylight, then yes, a lens will cost just as much as a skylight. But in your case, if everything is good, I would change that lens. And I'm um, just seal it um, around. Okay, that okay. sounds good, huh, Tom? Yeah, that sounds pretty good. The house is about thirty years old, so I don't know how old that. I mean, I'm right. I like the original. I don't know if that's old, old, but. Um, but have the roof I, been changed around those skylights since then? Yeah, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think the roof has been changed. Um, well, we haven't done any roof work since we've been there. We've been right. there for eight years. So. Yeah, if you've got a 30-year <laughs> roof, you, you know. Uh, but I understand you don't want to open up nothing, um, you know, and, and then it could come back to bite you because you could get that um, new skylight and then it start leaking. Right. So. Yeah. All right. Okay, we well, appreciate it, Tom. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Let's stay in Memphis for a minute and talk about a comment on plastic foam for gutters. We were just talking about that earlier. Robert, are you with us? Yeah, the timing was just about perfect. Right on. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of the of the foam stuff. I've used the the screens mm-hmm. and small debris still gets down in there. Yeah, and it's a huge pain to take the screens off. But with the foam stuff, you just if you need to clean the gutters, you just wait for a windy day and smear some dirt on your face. And when your wife asks you what you did all day, you tell her that you were cleaning the gutters. <laughs> It's usually a messy Perfect. job if you don't have that foam in there. Right, right. You have to dig all that debris out. I was telling Dell one of the things that I found a couple of years ago when I was cleaning my gutters was, uh, yes, I had some of the regular stuff that you would find in the gutters as far as debris, leaves and pine straw and all that, you know, whatever. But a lot of mine was the like the grit from the shingles. Mm-hmm. Would, would uh, it almost filled up uh, about an inch mm. of the bottom of my gutter, and it's heavy. You got to scoop that out. Yeah, oh, and it's oh, best yeah. to bag it up. Don't just throw it down like fertilizer. No, you know? because it's it, well, it's asphalt. So yeah, yeah. All right, thank you, well, Robert. We appreciate that the, uh, that foam stuff. I hope that they have a big house on the beach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it works for most people, but in certain cases, like. Um, call it before um, it will uh, cause the water to not drain off properly if you. And they might have had a gutter that's too small. Yeah, for that's why I say you might have to that's go true. to the eight. All right. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Appreciate let's, y'all. Uh, let's go to Kathy in Mobile and how to prevent a chimney leak. This is interesting. Kathy, you oh, with us? Yes. Uh, yes, I'm here. Okay. So what's going on? I'm having my roof replaced. Mm-hmm. And one of the areas on the roof that has been a continuous problem is the chimney. Mm-hmm. And the man said he could take the flashing off and put new flashing on. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if there is some way to seal around that in such a way that it would assure that it won't leak. If there's some new product or... Is this a, a brick chimney? Yes. Okay, there there are things that one can do. There is a procedure in what, that one can do who is experienced and a professional that can make it so that that won't leak. However, you're talking about the probably the leakiest place on on houses. Uh, Dell, am I? Th- yes. Um, most times the chimney has just been worked on continuously from um, the wood rotting out to the flashing being replaced and still leaking. Uh, the chimney cap. 
I would say um, this is um, a master roofer's feel, someone like yes. myself. Uh, they do have a, a material that you can shellac onto the chimney, which you can uh, brush it on. They have a brushable. They have a sprayable. Mm-hmm. And it kind of turns into a clear rubber cloak over the chimney. And that's what you want to do. You want to seal the whole chimney. If they flash the chimney and it still leaks, it's because they probably didn't seal it. And the metal look good, but you really should um, have them to go the extra step and shellac the whole chimney with the uh, waterproof-based substance that's kind of be a little expensive, but it's liquid uh, plastic. You know, it can't be as expensive as replacing uh, over and re- over again, uh, replacing all that stuff over again. And if you're getting water in the home, you have to replace sheetrock. And now you know, there all is other a jazz. generic brand of what we use, something like a Thompson seal. Uh huh. But um, kind of seal. Um, the Thompson seal, like a block brick seal for bricks Thompson and block. Thompson seal. water seal. Uh huh. Thompson seal. Can you spell that? Uh, is that uh, the Johnson part of? I'm not sure. Thompson is is a brand name. Uh, it's Thompson like someone's last name. Oh, uh, Thompson Seal. Right. Mm-hmm. Thompson okay. Seal. Mm-hmm. And is it a brush on or spray on? Either or. It comes in a um, in a jug where you can um, brush it or spray it on and or, it or mop over it on. the flashing? Yes, mop the whole thing, the, the bricks, the blocks, the whole area, even your shingles too. Even under your flashing. Okay, and so do you put that on first and then put the flashing on? No, you have your flashing done, and it goes with the uh, seal as well. The flashing should be sealed uh, correctly when it's uh, installed. But and the, what uh, kind of a seal would be correct under the flashing? The flashing um, professionals know what I'm talking about. They have a, um, a silicone seal or okay. a well seal. This is definitely something that you're going to want. Like uh, like Dell said, a master roofer oh, yes. is in order at this point. Okay. No um, regular roofer. You know, this is a professional work. Not a handyman thing. And it depends okay. on the height of that chimney, too, because you want to go all the way to the top. Right. And um, select the whole top down. Okay. The entire chimney, all the bricks, all of that on the outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you, Kathy. And we appreciate well, it. I did have another question. All right. Go about ahead. About the architectural shingles. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, what do you recommend about those? Do you recommend those over the flat shingles? Over the three tab. For durability and for. Long-term? Absolutely. They have a, um, a higher rend guard and a stain guard for his, uh, the nail ratio. Um, just um, ask your uh, manufacturer the difference in them. Uh, you have 35-year versus 25-year, so mm-hmm. they're just a better shingle. Typically, typically the three-tab is just the cheapest option. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kathy. All right, let's move it along. We've got lots of folks on the phone. Let's go to Roger in Florence. He's got a leaky gutter. What's going on with your gutter? Roger? Yeah. Well, uh, all those other stories ring a bell, too. And I think I already told you about the, 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 the chimney leak. The uh, house was built with a small uh, cricket mm-hmm. you know, on this 12 and 12 pitch roof right behind the chimney, but the cricket didn't go to the edges of the roof, corners mm. of the, of the, of the uh, chimney. So, of course, stuff collected there and it leaked. And I got a guy to build a new cricket. And before I, I left, he left. I didn't get up there myself. 30 feet up and look at it, and he left another one-foot space, so I got leaves collecting, I got everything. But my call my call is about uh, the uh, gutter. Mm-hmm. I had a gutter put up, and it was supposed to have been a one-piece gutter. They said, we make it any length, you know. I didn't notice it, but that got it right, sort of not too far from the door to the deck that goes out there. It's jointed, and it's lapped maybe six inches, I don't I can't tell exactly. Mm-hmm. And it leaks. It's always leaked. I put all kinds of stuff on it, including right. everything that's been advertised on TV. And I cannot stop that leak. Do you have any ideas? Adele? When you have a gutter joint like that, the only way to stop that leak is to um, break the seal, remove all of the debris, maybe even uh, clean it with a steel wool or sand it, and uh, put a Band-Aid on it. 
you have to um, put a new waterproof seal of um, hypothermia or a silicone um, high bonding gel on a clean surface and reattach the six inch lap one over the other according to the fall and uh, screw it together with some uh, metal screws and then seal those as well. So I just about be better off putting a, a single scudder you recommend instead of the five inch one I've got. Oh, absolutely, because you're going to have to do that um, in several different areas if you break a seal or if anything happens. Right. You have to take the whole thing down to break, the, you know, to break it apart. Yeah, so you well, may as well at this point. I think that answers my question, and I appreciate what you're saying about all those subjects, especially recommendation of a large uh, dimension gutter. That's uh, that's excellent, and you know, people don't don't seem to advertise that. Couldn't cost a whole lot more. Nah. Oh no, it's all sometimes right. it's cheaper. Thanks, Roger. We got to move along. Got some more calls. Uh, George is on the line in Florence, and removal of mildew, mildew, removal of mildew. From Shingles. <laughs> you with oh, me, yeah. George? Yes, good after morning. Good after morning to you, too. So, what's going on with your shingles? Well, they're mildewed and uh, uh, black stain, you know. Mm-hmm. So, question one, how do you remove it? Question two, how do you prevent it? Uh, okay, Dell, removing that uh, dark mildew that people get on their roofs when... Uh, when they have trees above them or, or, or stuff that falls on it, what do you think? You can um, call a professional that does um, low-pressure washing. Um, pressure. It's got to be low-pressure because otherwise you'll knock oh, yeah, the you'll, asphalt right off of you it. You will um, take your top layer off, and it um, depreciates your coverage. So definitely um, get someone that does, that's experienced in it. It's a soft brush, you know, not the wire brush or bristles. Real soft scrub and um, use the right chemicals. And in prevention, you use a, um, a stain guard, and um, you can spray that on the shingles, or you can buy the shingles that have that in it already manufactured in it. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's a good There's point. Nothing, nothing I can do myself to remove. Oh, yeah. You can actually, if the roof is walkable and you have a garden hose, I would um, spray it down with the um, a chemical recommended for the mold, the mildew. Mm-hmm. And um, just but not, take not a something like Clorox. I mean, something no, no, actually you don't recommend it. You could, but it may uh, change the color. Uh, the mm-hmm. cover, dent, uh, it'll change the color differential, yeah. definitely. So, if you, especially if you have a blue shingle or, you know, green. Right. Even can in the you, black shingles. Can okay. you name such a chemical? Just a regular house wash or. Um, oh, okay. I yeah. would say um, over the counter mold and mildew, uh, the green, the. Um, um, the you know anything that says it removes mold and mildew, right? Um, mix up your solution mm-hmm. and pour right. it down. You know, blow blow the roof off first. Try to get it as clean as possible, and just give it a little soft a uh, soft bath. Okay, gentlemen, okay. thank you very much. But Thanks, don't George. blow water under your shingles. Blow down. Start from the top. <laughs> uh, work your way down so you can control the flow of the water and just rinse it off. And don't right. overdo it because you don't want to scrub, uh, break a seal or nothing. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks, George. All right, real quick, let's do this uh, email uh, from Louis. He says, my neighbor has a tree that uh, has limbs hanging over my roof. Its <laughs> droppings are staining my roof and clogging my gutters. Should I ask them to cut it back or volunteer to share the cost of tree removal? Uh, there's a third option there. If, if, it's, uh, if it overhangs your property, you can cut off anything you want on your property. Uh, so, so even if they don't want to trim their tree, you can trim that tree, the portion that's over your property. I agree. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I did, uh, I'll be honest. I did this just not, not the other day, but just a little while back I did this because I was, uh, you remember I was building the shed out back Mm -hmm. and there was this one giant pine uh, limb coming right into the area that that I uh, that I wanted to build on, so I got out my chainsaw and I made that limb go away, and that's my prerogative on my property. I would agree. Um, I've went as far as to uh, talk to the neighbor and see could we uh, share the cost because sometimes they want to have a little grooming done as well, but um, it's just good when you can work with your neighbor, right? You know that way um, they well, come maybe home I and the tree has been cut, right? 
Yeah, maybe I should have done that. <laughs> okay, uh, before we go, let's get Tom in Oxford. He's trying to attach an antenna to the roof. Are you with us, Tom? Yes, I am. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm using a, a one-inch galvanized pipe to hold an antenna mm-hmm. above the roof, and I need the pipe uh, to attach to the brick wall, um, and I and I don't know how to do that in a in a good way. I've got some antenna mounts that will hold the pole out enough mm-hmm. to go past the overhanging roof, but I don't know how to. Uh, do a good job of attaching to the brick wall. Now, this is, you said, a a one-inch galvanized pipe? Yep. Okay, you can use uh, where they have uh, in the the plumbing section Mm -hmm. of of the store, they have what looks kind of like uh, the letter C, you know. Uh, It's a clamp, basically. And it has a screw on either side, and you put that around the pole, and you can screw that directly into the grout of, say, a uh, a, a brick uh, chimney or or something of that nature or, or anything that just you're going to put. Yeah, just the wall. If it's brick, uh, you want to go into the grout, and they sell a a, uh, a a drill bit that you would use to make a hole. Definitely concrete bit. Uh huh. And then that mortar. And then and then uh, they have these little plastic inserts that go into the holes, and then screws will go into those to hold it on. To hold it on. That would definitely mount it to the brick wall. Mm-hmm. And if it's um, going over the gable of the roof, you can um, use some tie scraps and uh, just attach it to the roof as well with some of those um, wood um, deck ankle bolts, like they do to sell like this as well. Mm hmm. And, um, okay, it's a it's a it's a, a, um, it's a metal roof, so I, I, I don't okay. Oh, you don't want to mess put with a that. Hole in that. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, that sounds that sounds good. Uh, the the uh, is it going to be able to take a pretty good force of if when winds blowing on the on the antenna? They they take a decent force, but just remember your you know your physics. The taller that thing is away from the house. Uh, the, the more damage it can take. So a, a short antenna that is that is strapped to the house as far up as it can go is the best way to go there. Okay, uh, and and you you think of uh, the plastic insert. There, there are these other things that you they have the metal ones too. Open, uh, oh, me- metal ones. Yes, they uh, have uh, industrial uh, the metals that um, were cut into the concrete. You can screw those in. Mm. Um, by itself, and then um, insert the screw in. Oh, so they're good. made for it. And I can find that at a hardware store? Oh, yes, typical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, sir. Pretty All right. Well. Appreciate it. Uh, real quick, before we end this thing, got an email. Duralast is a wonderful product. It reduced both my heating and cooling costs by nearly half. Uh, and uh, you can put that right on your roof. Oh, yeah. So it's peel and stick. It's, we uh, favor that all the time. There you go. All right. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Jonas Adams. Our call screener today was Kevin Farrell. Am I correct there? Okay. Uh, for Delmore and a missing Jeff Sammons this week, I am Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech, with Sharita Brent and Ashley Jeffcoat. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101, only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.